Welcome to Expert Views on Alternative Dispute Resolution, a podcast about simplifying ADR in a bid to attract more and more users to the scheme. My name is Chinwe Stella Umebolo. I am a PhD law student from the University of Brighton, United Kingdom. This weekend, I am delighted to welcome Esther Ebibo, a first-class graduate of psychology from the University of Nigeria. She works with persons with disabilities, and also she's an inspirational singer. Welcome, Esther. It's great to have you Thank here. You. <laughs> Thank you for having me, uh, uh, It's my pleasure. <laughs> All right, so I've got two questions um, for you um, today. So the first question is, um, is there an interplay between ego and apology, um, which are said to be two sides of a coin when it comes to dispute resolution? And the second question is, is it true that people can have subject matter bias? Um, this second question um, it, it links to the previous episode where it was discussed that um, there are some parties, some lawyers, yeah, are yet to embrace ADR, and also some parties are not, you know, willing to settle with them. Um, this under um, ADR as well. So, um, so let's go with the first question. What is your take on that? Okay, um, to have more of an insight into the answer to the question, which is yes, yeah. I'd like to um, explain what the ego is. Okay. Okay, so, um, yeah, the ego is actually the Greek word for I. Hmm. So the ego is your sense of self, your sense of identity, yourself of importance, your self-esteem. In psychology, according to Sigmund Freud, one of the founding fathers of psychology, um, psychoanalysis to be precise, yeah. the, ego, the ego is the part of the mind that takes decisions. Now, according to Freud, there are three parts of the mind. And this is not some physiological part of the brain. It is a conceptual something. Yeah. So you have three parts of the mind. You have the id, you have the superego, and then you have the ego. Mm. And in order to understand the ego, you have to understand what the id and the superego are. Mm. <laughs> so let me break it down. The id is the part of your mind that is instinctual, it's biological, it's that part of you that where you find your drives, your desires, your wants, irrespective of the consequence, okay? Yeah. And it, is, it uh, operates at an unconscious level. And then uh, the superego, on the other hand, is made up of your morals, your values, your upbringing, your social norms and expectations, so, um, and the, sorry to add, the superego has two components, mm -hmm. your conscience yeah. and your ideal self. So your conscience is that part of you that makes you feel guilty when you do something inappropriate. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and the ideal self is that part of that imaginary part of you that, you know, your perfect self, that imaginary picture mm. you have of what you ought to be. Mm. 
These constitute the superego. So the ego takes decisions by negotiating between the id and the superego. Yeah. So take, for instance, your, um, you like sweet yeah. things, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, and and so you, uh, you go past, um, let's say, a candy store or an ice cream truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you just want to jump and get ice cream or candy. Yeah. And then your super ego tells you, hey, but you know, sugar is not really good for you. Yeah. What does your ego do? Your ego thinks about what is actually best for you. Mm. Exactly. So your ego says, okay, ego mm, could possibly say, all right, for today, I'm just going to have you know, I haven't had sugar in a long time. So just for today, I'm going to have a cone of ice cream. Yeah. You know, so that's how, that's exactly the ego is that part of your mind that thinks, that processes, that uh, takes decisions. Okay. So that's in psychological terms, what the ego is. Yeah. And so um, when you talk about an apology, mm -hmm. an yeah. apology appeals to the super ego component of our minds. Oh. And because that's where you have your conscience. Hmm. And so your and your ideal self, you know, you 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 don't want to be a jerk. You, you want to <laughs> be a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. You want to show compassion and understanding. And so when someone offers you an apology, especially when it is genuine, your super ego will be able to exert influence on your ego and your ego will say, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to let it go. Yeah. So let's um, understand how it is in mediation. You know, in mediation, ordinarily when people are fighting, people don't hear each other. Yes. That's exactly. Yeah, exactly. You just hit the mm -hmm. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go on. So yeah. in... Uh, Mediation, mm -hmm. it offers that opportunity to sit down with your opponent and be, and if you have a good mediator, mm -hmm. you'll be able to listen, yeah. hear each other out. A lot of bottled up emotion, aggression, anger, frustration is able to be let out. Now, the one party is not able to see the other party and the other party is able to see um, vice versa. Yeah. You're able to see each other acknowledge each other and understand where you're coming from you understand mm -hmm. and so that is so important for the ego because remember when you're fighting the ego is bruised and is threatened mm -hmm. and so the ego pops yes. itself up like you know ready to like receive blows and give blows yeah pounds so back Mm -hmm. yeah. So when you have an apology coming, mm -hmm. it's like soothing to the ego. It's like relief. You know, it's like disarming. It disarms that threatened and bruised ego. Yeah. And so even if you cannot achieve um, immediate results or mm. settlement. Reconciliation. You cannot, yeah. 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 You, exactly. But you can at least come to a state whereby parties are more willing to address the facts. Hmm. Wow. 
And you know, Chinua, you know how it is when people argue blindly, like let's say yeah. you're arguing with someone and you've yeah. proven to the person beyond reasonable doubt and they just keep saying, oh, well, I don't care. Well, I I just, I'm not changing my point. So that's the ego talking then. <laughs> Thank you, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So you see, in yeah. in a healthy um individual, let's say um an ego that functions in a healthy way, mm-hmm. and the outcome of that argument, or in the case of mediation, the outcome of the fight or uh, dispute, yeah. is not the person doesn't take that outcome to represent who he or she is. Hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. For instance, um, if I'm arguing with you and I'm arguing blindly, yes. my ego tells me if I accept, it means I'm a loser. Hmm. If I accept, it means I'm stupid. So I just keep on, I just keep on arguing. Yeah. You know. So if we can come to a state whereby that ego is able to function a bit more in a healthier way. Yeah. In other words, you drop you drop that unhealthy way of reasoning mm-hmm. and you're able to just let the guard down mm-hmm. and then you're able to focus on solving the problem at hand. Yeah. That goes a long way in making the mediation process a successful one and one whereby um, parties can go their separate ways after having resolved the matter yeah. without being like you uh, uh, mentioned in your earlier pro- podcast yeah. without being enemies exactly remaining sort of yes so even when they don't resolve or when they don't reconcile they, they you know they've they've held they, they've um, add their views they know how um, you know what their actions um did or how it impacted on the other person and you know they they just have 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 talked about it and you know know what happened in in the dispute or in the conflict and they can do better next time or you know it wasn't really necessarily ending um um Settle, yeah, yeah and it's not necessarily like settling the matter but you know they tend not to um, become enemies and they can still do business if they want to. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. It's just, you know, to to use one word to describe this, mm-hmm. it is therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is healing. Yes, yes, yes. And that's what mediation does, you know, is um, exchanges blaming, fault-finding and punishing for truth-telling, reconciliation, um, via apologies and, you know, cooperative relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. Resolution Absolutely. of differences. Yeah, that's what mediation does. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, that was um, quite revealing. Oh, thank you for providing um, a comprehensive insight into the psychological dynamics of um, the interplay between ego and apology. So I believe it can be of great help in resolving disputes for both the parties and um, lawyers and you know mediators when they know about these dynamics in them um, settling disputes. Okay, so let's um, look at the second question. Um, yeah, is it true that people bias? Yes, yes. 
in general, there's mm-hmm. bias everywhere. Yeah. You know, and um, when subject matter is not yet um, familiar, when someone is not yet familiar with the subject matter, it tends to be bias. Mm-hmm. So we tend to just uh, take something we don't know much about and just shove it into one category in our brains, in yeah. our minds, yeah. you know, and usually this knowledge we have about it is inaccurate. Mm. So, um, and let me just use this opportunity to say what you're doing here is exactly what needs to be done. Awareness. <laughs> thank you. Know? you. Yeah, and thank, thank you. Kudos to you for what you're doing. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um. So, but... um. The thing with bias is that the one thing that takes away bias beyond every other thing mm-hmm. is personal experience. Oh, hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, personal yeah. experience. So, but, exactly. So, but you want to give people the opportunity to experience this new subject matter. Mm-hmm. And that's, it, that's where awareness comes into play. Yeah. So we could, you know... We know how social media has been used for (laughs) um, exactly reasons that are not so favorable, you know, in all circumstances. But we want to be able to use social media as a platform to, um, for good, basically, to create more awareness on subject matters that need to be um, heard and learned about because they will have an impact, a good impact in society. Mm. You're right. So another, yeah, another point I'd like to mention is education, the power of education. Yeah. You know, education, not just at the secondary level or tertiary level. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah, but at the primary level, at the primary level, you see when the kids are really tender mm-hmm. and we learn, learn about the justice system and mm-hmm. how you can get justice by going to court. Exactly. also in- in the curriculum mm-hmm. to learn about mediation. Yeah, mediation, exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then if more if more lawyers train in in uh, becoming mediators, then you, they would also they would also create more opportunities mm. to let their expertise be known. You know, and yeah. if uh, traditional leaders and religious leaders who have a substantial influence in society can be able to give some word of endorsement towards its usage, mm. it can go a long way as well. Yeah. yeah. So, so these are some of the points that I would um, think could uh, sort of take away negative bias mm. uh, when it comes to mediation. Oh. Wow, thank you so much. Uh, this is a genuinely insightful analysis. Wow, uh, I must really comment here. <laughs> uh, I've, learned, you, I, I've learned so much. Oh, yeah, thank you so much. I've learned as you know so much as well about ego, about um, the super ego, and about it, and how they have you know. Play, play a part in um, in escalating and then in this escalating disputes and conflict as well. So uh, I quite agree with you on that. Um, that there are disputes and also um, that there are disputes that are suited to ADR are not suited to litigation, vice versa. 
And however, oh, wow. I would like to keep, <laughs> put a caveat for potential users. The litigation is designed to focus on issues or positions rather than interests. Though this is not to say or to suggest that litigation is bad. Um, rather, the vocal point that you made here, um, um, I, which I quite agree with you, is that litigation um, should not be seen as the only option. And yeah, and also as the best option as well. Hence, um, psychological and um, emotional factors should be borne in mind, you know, and taken into consideration when making this choice, when making a choice. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you so because much. You know, yeah. Oh. No, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to add, I was just gonna add yeah. that um, in mediation, mm -hmm. the mediator and the opposing parties yeah. all have to have some level of emo emotional maturity. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, and just imagine you're dealing with a psychopath. Yes. Yeah. Almost impossible to achieve success. Yes. You know? Yes. So there are cases where mediation works perfectly mm -hmm. and there are cases where you just have to um, use litigation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100% right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for reinforcing that view. You know, so um, I believe that potential users would, you know, um, opt for ADR um, in view of um, all the um, benefits and um, advantages that um, we just pointed out. So thank you so much for coming. Um, stay tuned, same time next weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>